Cheers, friends. This is Owning Her Seat, a podcast showcasing women who are breaking through glass ceilings through entrepreneurship, hospitality, and the restaurant industry. Here with me today is Tamika Cherry, who is a wife, mother, and a fashion blogger extraordinaire. Thank you for joining me today, Tamika. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy. So we're friends in real life. So this is going to be just talking to my girlfriend. So (laughs) I'm so excited to chat with you. So I learned that you have a very corporate background and now you are a fashion slayer. What was that like taking the transition from being in the corporate world to your own business owner? So my background is HR. I um, have worked in the public relations, um, sports and entertainment. And most recently I worked in banking. And so for me, it was a big You would think it would be easy to transition, but it was a little difficult because for me, I was going into roles with everything already set up. So I'd go into a position and, you know, the payroll was set up, the benefits were set up, but transitioning out of that um, business and out of that atmosphere into doing my own was a totally different experience for me. So, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of learns throughout the way, but it was, it was fun and it was exciting and just being able to take things and learn um, some of what I learned and take it over into blogging was very helpful. But it was um, a big change for me because I, I really, like I said, I was used to things being already done, but transitioning into blogging, I had to do it myself. So on one hand, it was a little tough, but on the other, it was a great learning experience for me. Tell me you were executive without telling me you were an executive, right? <laughs> So literally going into blogging, I love your page. It's so polished. It's so classy. It's so feminine. Where do you get your inspiration and style for? Because you're a fashion slayer. So I have to say that from a very young age, I was inspired by my mom. So I get it from my mama. I I love it. Um, She was all about fashion and she taught me and my sister and brother at a very young age to always be polished, always look good, because people see this before they see this or this. And so you want to make a really good impression when you're uh, going out. And it's not about the physical per se, but you always want to look good, because when you look good, you feel good. So for me, like I said, it started at a young age. I was a tomboy up until about 12. You? Uh, So she she really pushed me to always look good. And I I did, even as a tomboy. But um, when I became a teen, I really got into fashion and really loving seeing what she looked like. And I kind of incorporated that into what I what I started to do. And the rest is history. I love it. So you're originally from Alabama, Alabama. And how is it making that transition from Alabama to Georgia? So Alabama, the town I grew up in is very small. I lived on dirt roads, had horses in the backyard, cows, etc. So uh, we were uh, a very close knit family and a very small town. But the funny thing is, My mom's from Cartersville, Georgia. So my summers, we would go to the big city, Cartersville. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of was familiar with Georgia and Atlanta and Marietta and the areas there. So it's been really funny seeing how, you know, from when I grew up as a teen coming here, how it's grown so tremendously because it was a lot different uh, when I used to come here. So actually transitioning from Alabama, small town, dirt roads, you know, country girl to Atlanta has been pretty easy. So I love it. Okay. Good. Speaking of dirt roads, family, all that fun jazz, how do you balance everything? You're literally a wife, 
you're a mother, you're running a business and you're doing it effortlessly. How do you, how do you manage everything? I wouldn't say I do it effortlessly. <laughs> <laughs> it may look like that, but it's, it's about balance. I have two kids, two teens, and sometimes they want to come in my room and talk to me. And some days they want to have nothing to do with me. <laughs> my husband, who's very busy, who's very busy, um, travels a lot. So I have to plan you know, time for us as a family. I think it's so important that we have, you know, husband, wife time and, and the kids time. And then it's so important that I have my time. So it's just about, you know, balancing his time, our time, my kids time, our time, and then my time alone. So I love it. I love we how like you to, we like to make schedules. We are a very uh, schedule heavy family just so that we're able to to get it in. Because if we have it written down, Nine times out of ten, we'll we'll get it done. So we have family movie nights that we check off, and we have you know we go out each um, Thursday. We started this this summer. We go out each um, Thursday to a, a local restaurant to, that we haven't been to, and we test it out as a family. So I like to you know keep things on schedule to keep things prioritized and keep things going. I love it. Okay, so you're a blogger. So tell me what inspired Cherry Pick Style. So. When I first started, I was, I would see bloggers or I'd go onto Instagram or I'd, you know, I'd go and see websites and I saw a lot of women, but I didn't see women my age. So I'm 48. I started you, this. Friend, you look good. Okay. <laughs> you. you look Thank good. You. You're, you're a good friend. <laughs> so but I started this about, what, six years ago. So around 42, 43, when I started, I didn't see people, a lot of women my age. So I thought, we like style. We like to look good. Yeah. So why aren't why am I not seeing that? So for me, it was about inspiring women who are in their forties, fifties, you know, or older to say, you know, to show them that you can also look good, feel good. And for me, it's about looking good, feeling good, and not necessarily breaking the bank. I really like a nice bag. I like nice jewelry. But for me, I want to show women that you don't have to, you don't have to do that to look good and feel good about yourself. So that was the source of my inspiration. And like I said, I've always loved fashion. So it kind of was natural for me. I love that. So literally jumping into entrepreneurship, being a blogger, what has been some of your favorite things that has come from you launching your blog? So for me, it's been meeting women, like-minded women, and women who are already doing it that I can learn from. The friendships have been amazing. Oh, oh I know. We met through our blogs. <laughs> that's right. We met through our blogs, and it's just been, that's been my biggest takeaway and what I share with my family and my friends. It's all about, you know, the relationships that I've formed. So that's been the most exciting thing about it. But then again, you know, the opportunity to work with brands that I used to wear and never thought I'd have the opportunity to do so, I'm doing it now. So that's been a really good, good opportunity. I love that. So, so what has entrepreneurship taught you? Like, you know, going from such a high up role and coming and everything's laid out for you to like building from the ground up. What do you feel like it's taught you most? That you work harder than you did when you worked in corporate America. <laughs> you don't, there's no such thing as a weekend. And in corporate America, I didn't really have weekends uh, that I just was able to uh, spend by myself or away from the company. But this is a whole nother level. You're constantly working. And if you're not, it's tough. You don't uh, work, you don't eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for me, the one thing that I've learned that I knew, but I didn't know to what extent how much you really it's a lot of work and, you know, weekends, holidays, midnight, 
it, it doesn't matter when the work comes in, you're responsible and you have to get it done. Which I love. So we're talking about style because I love it. What are three key pieces you think every woman should have in her closet? Three key pieces. Okay, so whenever someone asks me that question, the first thing that comes to mind for me, because I, I like classic style. I like things that'll last forever. So for me, it's definitely a white button up or button down, however you refer to it. I, I love it because it's so classic and you can take it from morning, noon, and night. Um, and anything, if you know, if it's a long sleeve, just a regular long sleeve button down, or if you have, you know, if you want to add something to it, or it's one of those shirts with a lot of detail, like puff sleeves. I'm a big puff I sleeve. I love a good person. puff sleeve. So you should see the amount of white puff sleeve shirts I have in my closet. But I think you absolutely should have one. Um, number two, oh, you got to have a, an LBD. You got to have that little black dress because oh you'd never know when a girlfriend's going to call up and you need to go to brunch or out for the night or your husband may or boyfriend or significant other may surprise you with, uh, you know, a quick dinner or whatever. And so you can just pull that off and throw on some shoes and you're ready to go. So I think a little black dress is very important to have. Um, number three, a blazer. I think you need a blazer. Every woman needs a nice blazer, whether it's for corporate America or if you want to really um, elevate a look, a blazer is a good piece to do that. And you can actually, you know, throw on a belt with it um, to, to elevate it even more. But, you know, for blazers under a T-shirt, under a tank top, you know, I've even seen it with evening gowns. So I think blazers wow. are very um, important in a woman's closet. That's three. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so in the world that's changing, how do you remain timeless and classic? Because the trends are changing. The wardrobe's a little bit different these days, especially with those wrestler <laughs> suits that are neon. But how do you remain classic and how do you instill that in your daughter as well? Like, you know, class is more. So for me, I think it's ingrained in me. It started very young. So for me, it's always been, that's just my style. I don't think it's good to follow trends. Now, I, I like a good trend every now and then, but it has to be something I like. So I'm not going to go out and just buy something because it's what's in. So for me, I think it's just staying true to your style because uh, nine times out of ten, if you, if you aren't true to it, it shows. So classic style is my favorite style, and it's just something, like I said, that's basically instilled in me. And so for me, it's easy. Um, I, I look for ways to... I look for classic pieces, but I also try to find a way to modernize it, um, giving it little touches, maybe through accessories, um, you know, whatever I can add to it. I'll try to modernize it, but I'm going to stay focused on the classics and, class, and stay there. Class goes such a long way. It wow. Does. So <laughs> Erica, I've always wondered, like, how do you do it? Honestly, you are doing everything from traveling around the country, visiting all of the nice restaurants, the podcast, you know, just so much. You're doing so much. How, how, what's a typical day like for Erica? Sheesh. Okay. Every day is different, but I think I, um, I'm a big planner. So I like to plan my days ahead and I'm very big on using my calendar. Like I don't like, you know, sometimes your whole day is thrown off because you forgot, you know, you'll get a text message like, see you in 20, like, wait, what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm a big person on either 
you run your day or your day runs you. And I know that everybody says, oh, you know, Beyonce has 24 hours just like everybody else, but I don't have as much help as Beyonce. (laughs) You know what I mean? So for me, it is making sure each day has something because my goal is I'm I'm striving for execution, not perfection. Like lots of times people try and perfect something rather than just getting it done. As long as it's done, I can always go back and edit it, but just execute. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. Everything doesn't have to be put together. I love that. Also, waking up early, like that is just my key. You know, I I literally wake up at five o'clock, six o'clock. And by (laughs) 10 o'clock, it's like, wow, all the stuff that I've gotten done, because during that time, I don't have to worry about anybody sending me emails. No one's sending me text messages. No one's calling me. Like I really get to be in like just focus mode and just focus on what needs to be done. Um, I'm going to say I have a very supportive mate. Like Desmond is so so supportive. Like he'll call, like you've had a long day, babe, I'll order food or baby. So it it takes like, you know, things off my plate because I'm domesticated first. Okay. But (laughs) me too, (laughs) but it's nice to have someone who's like supportive and like believes in my dreams. And then I'm able to like, you know, bounce ideas off of him. And he, you know, it took him a while to kind of like understand like what exactly this is, but we've been learning together. Like when we, when everybody first started, their blog they didn't know this was the potential I thought it was just going to be like you know a little food directory did I think like you know eight years later I would be able to work for myself and actually you know make more now than I was in corporate America never in my wildest years so I think it's about having a plan making sure you execute and then, you know, make a list. Like yeah. I have my things to do yeah. list every single day. Right. And it feels good when you can check things off. Like, yep, yes, did that, does. did that. And yeah. no matter how minute it is, I write on the list. Take batteries back to Best Buy. Take like <laughs> I have everything I need to do on this list because it's it makes me feel a sense of accomplishment yeah. when I when I knock it out. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So what piece of advice would you give the, you know, the up and coming you know, want to do this, want to blog, maybe even want to do food blogging? What piece of advice would you give that? I person? would say um under promise and over deliver. Um, I will say I'm going to do this, but then I do a little bit extra and really it goes a long way. I would also say be easy to work with. And I feel like sometimes when people hear easy to work with, they associate that with cheap. And it doesn't mean that you're cheap because you're easy to work with. That means it is a joy to work with you. You're easy. You're a woman of your word. You do what you say you're going to do. You execute it. And if you can't, you give people notice. And I think that a lot of people don't value networking as much as they should. A lot of the opportunities I've gotten, of course, has been with my hard work and my merit, but it's been just from making authentic relationships with people from where we all started. Like, you know, it's so funny to see like after eight years, how many of us have just like really grown and soared and now the positions they're in, it's like, wow, you know, we were really shooting with each other in the gym, you know? (laughs) So I would say also you eat with your eyes first. Make sure you take good pictures. Like if you don't want to eat the picture don't post it. You know, (laughs) back when we first got started, there wasn't as many resources as there are now. There was like literally nothing. You know, it was, oh, you just got paid off of affiliate links. There was no brand deals. They were like, so it's so many ways now to like make money. And your social media is imperative to any business. A lot of people aren't even inquiring about websites anymore. They're like, what's your Instagram? You know, that's true. So I feel like you have to be consistent. Like success is not what you do occasionally. It's what you do consistently. Love it. Love it. 
So again, you do everything. I, I mean, if it's out there, Erica has probably done it. What's <laughs> next for Erica? If there's anything else, what's next for, for Erica, eating with Erica? Um, well, me and my husband are actually getting having our wedding yes, this year. So, so excited. <laughs> my God. Oh, my goodness. Y'all know. So the wedding is taking a lot of my attention. Um, I love this podcast. I love, like, yeah, you know, connecting great. with people. I yeah. love hearing women's stories because, right. you know, a pictures can only say so much. Right, you know right, what I mean? Exactly. I love to meet yeah. the woman behind the imagery. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to say just staying focused. Like, love it. I think 2020 taught us a lot about really what's important. And that's right. who you're with, where you live, and what you eat. Right. Like, I really, when you break Three it things. down, that's Three simple it. simple things. Yeah. And it's just like everything else we have is extra. You know yeah. what I mean? If you have a big house, that's extra. Yeah. If you have, you know... You know, if you're able to eat truffle and caviar <laughs> every night, that's extra. Right, but it's right. like, you know, it put things in perspective mm-hmm. and it really taught me to focus a little bit more on self-care um, Absolutely. because y'all know I like to go, 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 go. Yeah. And 2020 really sat me down. I feel like we all did like a, a jail sentence. Like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did so, feel like that. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like when it sat me down, it put things into perspective of like, going back to like, why did you start this? What is the purpose? What do you want to do? And I was like, I want to make more of an impact with women. Yeah. I want to work with women and he- share other stories. Cause lots of times love that. you beat yourself up. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of people have FOMO and it's like, you don't know what is going on behind the scenes that's right. allowing the person to do that. And you can't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter exactly. 15. Like exactly. when you start off playing basketball, you don't just jump into varsity. Right. You got to start, you know, JV, work your way up. So right. that's just anything in life. You have yep. to just pay your dues and stay consistent. Exactly. Well, thank you. As a friend, it's always good chatting and just kind of catching up because it's been so long. So thanks for this time. Thanks, Tamika. (laughs) Tamika, thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you follow Tamika at Cherry Pick Style and you check out her blog at www.cherrypickstyle.com. Until next time.